committed to equipping you to hone your media skills better to stand out from the crowd as a go-to expert in your field. Each week, Rich Bontrager interviews top leaders, influencers, authors, speakers, podcasters, and media professionals about how to leverage media best to help you shine brighter on camera and stage as a go-to expert. Now, here's your host, The Trigger, Rich Bontrager. Welcome back to How to Rock the Stage Wednesday night, reaching out globally as we're streaming on multiple channels to help you shine on camera and shine on stage. That's what this show is all about. Helping you learn media savvy skills with amazing guests, specialists in different fields. And it's fun to sit down and have a great conversation. Hope you got something to drink. Hope you got your chat box open, ready to participate tonight and have a wonderful time because you are in for a treat indeed. But before we get going here, I do want to thank people who helped make this all possible. This is all sponsored by the National Speakers Association, the NSA, the National Speakers Association. I've been a part of the NSA for a very long time. I work with them, but they are world-class speakers, helping world-class speakers become even greater speakers. Check out the National Speakers Association, learn more about them, and thank you their relationship and partnership. Also, we do want to thank our newest partner. They have now taken over our content to help push us out farther on the podcast side. I'm talking about being powered by Autovito Studios. Autovito Studios has an experienced team paired with their state-of-the-art remote recording process that brings your messages to the market even faster. They work with you to produce the audiobooks, the podcast series, and distribute it widely throughout the marketplace. For more information to learn about Autovito, and how they can help you out, go to autovidia.com. And you're going to learn a lot more about them as we continue to grow this wonderful new relationship. But tonight, we're going to get into it once again. It's going to be streaming. We're streaming live right now, multiple channels. I stream live every day. And the power of live stream is revolutionizing what you can do with your business, your brand. You now have access to people directly with TV content, media content, and you can engage people even greater than ever before. And our guest tonight does this superbly. Dame Lillian Walker is my guest here tonight. And oh, my page, hang on one second, stand by. Technical difficulties, it's been one of those days. There we go. Dame Lillian Walker, the radio show producer, talk show host of the Bottom Line Show. And it's live, formerly, and she was also formerly a co-host of season 17 on the Total Women's Show. That was aired in 60 different countries, the Total Women's Show. She has been privileged to interview many experts, including those who appeared on the Oprah Winfrey Show. She's a former director of the Mass Media Marketing Production for the Home Garden Show, the largest home and garden show in all of California, with mass coverage on television, newspapers, magazines, media, and, of course, in radio. And Lillian has been a successful author, best-selling author. Her most recent book, The Intuition Manifesto, a fabulous book, highly, highly recommended. And Dame Lillian Walker teaches business owners how to live stream video. She's done that to 10,000 10, attendees with 50 video participants and her partnership. Um, she's been responsible for mentoring like some of the highest paid speaker and speaker companies in the world, including Mitsubishi, 3M, Motorola, Shell, Canon, IBM, and my favorite, Disney. Welcome, Dame Lillian Walker, to Rock the Stage. Cool. That is quite an introduction. And actually, I am a stem cell activation specialist 
and I have widely used media throughout my career, and that's highlighting most of my media um, accomplishments, which I kind of feel like it sounds way more than what it actually is. <laughs> but I think we all feel that way because what's normal to us is what's normal to us. So um, yeah, I actually cut my teeth in emergency medicine back in the 80s, if I can date myself. Hey, we're, yeah. all, we're all children of the 80s, right? <laughs> we're all products of the 80s. <laughs> did you have the big hair? Did you, did, did you have the big hair? It, not so much because my hair was straight and I would really work to curl it into, yeah. So um, it was much darker in those days. I will confess to that though. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being with us. It, it's always a pleasure to get together with you. And it's always great to see what you are doing. You have leveraged live. And you were doing this before live really became the thing that it is now, but you are leveraging live in a way that personally connects what, what drew you to grabbing the phone, getting on camera and just having a casual conversation? So, okay. So that's a great question. And I don't, I don't think anybody's ever really asked me that question in that manner, but I really want to say that it was, um, I had basically a web consultant that I paid a fair amount of money to who was helping me develop my online presence. So I wasn't just all business, but that I was showing myself more as an entire being because I figured in my mindset, I was thinking at the time that um, the reason why I was online was for business. So who really cared about my personal life? And <laughs> said to me, no, 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 no. People want to see like all aspects of you to see, you know, what is it that, you know, floats your boat? What, you know, what motivates you? What are the fun things that you do? Not just all the very serious business stuff. And so I'm like, really, why would anybody care about that? And my friends do, and of course, I do business with friends and acquaintances and associates. But I thought, why would I do that? And so he really helped. You know, his name is Key. He's got a great name, Key Yasad. He's a true polymath. And um, so he was the key to my getting online and really opening up and just being more of a complete person instead of just this one dimensional business person. Well, and that is the new game. Like you said, it is a 360 experience now. Even though we're talking through the camera lens, you you, you and I both know this coming off radio and television. You you want to break the glass, but yeah. it really is breaking the glass and whole new 360 experience. And you do it so well. I've watched a lot of your feeds, and you you do it very simply though. But it's very engaging how you simply hold the phone. But there's a cool background. There's trees or ducks. There's cars. But you show people the 360 experience while the camera is still focused on you. Now, did that come out of your media training or is that something that you just played with? That is something that I finally, I came to the realization that I didn't want to just look at a flat, boring, ugly background. And um, I've always been fascinated with light. Um, you see in here, it's like actually in this particular frame, you can't see, but you can see my Christmas tree. I, I was going to ask you about that because you did one this week about your Christmas tree again. Yeah, I'm obsessed with light. I love the way light bounces off of different surfaces. I love different colored lights here as we're filming this. And it adds to a better color for my complexion. But I have three incandescent clear bulbs and I have three red ones. And so and I like using them. You can see my little uh, purple accent here. It's like an indigo blue because I love lights. And so when I'm outside, first of all, green is very attractive to the eye. Movement in a background is very attractive to the eye. 
There is light reflecting, which people may not pick up as light reflecting off of like leaves and things like that. No. But it's a surface that is somewhat shiny and there is a color refraction element to it. So it's just adding a visual interest in cue. It's, I guess, part of my creative expression that's kind of innate to me. And so one of the things that I would notice, like when I first started watching YouTube, I don't know what, 20 years ago, however long it was, it was like forever ago. It's probably like 20 years ago. No, not I, yet, but it's probably fastly coming up on 20 years. It's, it's coming very close to 20. Yeah. I would notice that some of the interviews were so boring, where it's like they literally had a white wall behind them. Yes. And it was like, it's just a talking head as opposed to the ones that really intrigued me and made me want to click and wanted to see, well, what's this all about? Cause I was like, like, for example, your background, I see you have lights on the ceiling, you have lights on the side, there's depth. So it's very intentional. I have, I like the depth perception. I like a little color of green. I've got some lighting. So when I'm not in my place of, you know, where I'm in front of my desk here and I'm out and about, I do position myself and I look around, I go, what's the most interesting What's got the best depth? What has the most, you know, natural landscaping that I can capitalize on, whether it's water. I love palm trees, so I like to feature the palm trees. So I do angle my camera a little. If I do it, you're not going to see the, the palm trees. But if I bring it a little lower, I look taller. <laughs> we'll take that. We'll, we'll take that. Two hobbits, we'll take the high shot, right? Hey, I'm barely 5'1" without heels. So anything that gives me the illusion of being taller, I'm going to take it. So I'll bring the camera down so that you can see the beautiful palm trees, you see the beautiful skies. And it gives that depth perception, which gives you, um, it's intrigue, it's, um, it's kind of dynamic. Uh, I also noticed um, probably maybe like in 26, two, 2006, 7, 8, I noticed that ESPN um, in a lot of the sports programs that there's lots of not only lighting, but fast moving things in the background. Yes. It's static. And so when I'm out and about and I do a Facebook live, I do, I do an Instagram live, TikTok, whatever, uh, YouTube live, I will actually move around the environment because it adds that element of interest and intrigue. You are creating the movement instead of having to be, Hollywood lights and glam, you are creating it. And that's what I think is so experienced. When we, we we talk about 360, we've seen camera shots where the cameraman wraps around the person. They do the 360 wrap around. While the actors dramatically are living those lines, I don't know how the heck they do that with the camera that close. But you're creating that same environment because you're moving and making it happen. And again, you're right. Many people just do this. Hi, how's it going? And they're really not bringing the depth. And they're not bringing real life to the camera. So what would be some tips you could give people to help them change up their game a little bit here? Just on these simple things we're talking about. So anytime, you know, you could be in a restaurant. You really, uh, the truth of the matter is you can really be anywhere. And I'm just moving around because my leg was falling asleep here. So, but the truth of the matter is that wherever you are, it doesn't matter if you're in a restaurant, you're in a hotel. All those places have beautiful lighting environments. They have beautiful um, greenery around there. They've got plants. And so you don't want to have a flat, you know, um, background where it's just a one dimensional kind of experience. You want to, you know, if you like, for example, yours is at an angle. That's very, it draws the person in. It's like that Chevron style seating in a conference. It draws people in. So whenever you can have depth perception, you have, you see the angular line is kind of giving the same 
as if I were to have this angled in the corner so that mm -hmm. it like meets at an angle, two planes. All of that is something that is engaging to people. Um, when you're out, whether you're at the beach, park, like I said, hotel room, it could be a hotel, conference center, lobby. Heck, I've even done a Facebook Live, true story, in a bathroom, in a public bathroom. There we go. Wait, 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 in a public bathroom. Really? Yeah. Did you lock the door first? Um, no, I couldn't. I couldn't because it was at the airport. So true story. So we talked about the Intuition Manifesto, my book over here. Yeah. And, um, I ended up launching that from Cancun on February 22nd. So it was 02-22-2022 at 2.22 p.m. Okay. Very auspicious. It was like a dream. I didn't know if I could pull it off, but it worked. However, at that particular time and day, I found myself at the Cancun airport. Not the quietest of places. Pretty loud. Lots of announcements over the loudspeaker. Hey, but where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Are some VIP lounges and a company like the typical airport bathroom. There's flushing going on all the time. Oh, yeah. No way that's going to work. So I just, I gave myself four hours before my flight time so that I could pull this off. And then I started scouting the airport to see where was the best location that I could find closest to a VIP lounge. Cause I also didn't want the chatter of what was going on in the mm -hmm. VIP and all the other people with their laptops with whatever bells and whistles were going either. So I'm like, where can I find a quiet corner where the lighting is relatively good and that I could pull this off. And so the bathroom that was just outside of the VIP lounge for Amex and the Cancun airport was that spot. So I walked in and it was like a three stall bathroom instead of like the regular stalls of the rest of the airport. They had all marble walls, all marble. It was like this rose colored marble. The lighting wasn't too bad. I went into the handicap stall, which is the largest stall. You can't really tell that there's formica dividing. And so I just angled it. I'm like, this will be perfect. And because there were no flushing toilets, I was the only person in there. That's where I launched my book. So now that secret is out. It's out. That, that's breaking news. That's that's original release right here. Right on Rock to Stage Show, we got the inside scoop now. So the next time we do our introduction bio, instead of talking about the live feed of 10,000 attendees, we're going to talk about the live, th live feed from the bathroom. <laughs> it can be done. And it can be done. And I think one or two people mentioned to me, it's like, hey, were you in a bathroom or was that just a really nice hotel room? Or, And I'm like, actually, yes, it was. I go, don't tell anyone, but yes, it was. And the thing is, it doesn't really matter. It's like, if you're looking for excuses not to go live, there's an infinite number of excuses not to. Yes. But when you're looking for possibilities and reasons to go live, and now you're looking... Okay, because things look sometimes a little different on camera, I'll admit, than it does in person. Yes. Like, my perception is like, oh, I can't do it here. Like, you know, the bathroom, the sinks, and, you know, toilets. I'm like, nobody could see any of that. All people saw were the marble walls. If you look at that Facebook Live, you'll see just, like, these rose, beautiful rose-colored marble walls. And it's very clean, very pristine. There's nice recessed lighting. So I could have just as easily been in the bathroom at Nordstrom's, which is actually, they've got nice bathrooms where you could 
I'm just giving you guys ideas. I'm just telling. Well, and that's a big tip. No one cares what's on that side of the camera lens. Nobody cares. And don't tell them what's on the other side of the lens. That's the other thing. This is your space. Wherever you want to move the camera and deliver that, this is your stage. This is your environment. Even TV producers, movie producers, they can take a lot that looks horrible over here, find the one angle shot where it's the best shot, clean, and you think they're somewhere fancy and they're literally in a bad location. We can do the very same things, but you have to learn some of these media skills we're talking about. Yeah, and that's really all it is. And uh, the thing is like, okay, so someone would say, well, I have a really ugly apartment as an example or studio or whatnot. Yeah. There's always a place, there's always a corner. You can find a place where you have two plain white walls. It's about as boring as you can get. Yeah. Go to Trader Joe's or go to Home Depot. Some of the, you find great. Oh yeah. At Home Depot for reasonable prices, you know, for under 50 bucks, you can get a floor standing plant. You'll put it right next to that white wall. Now that white wall is not so boring, but it's the perfect backdrop. That green plant is going to stand out. Now you get some hockey puck lights from Amazon. They're like, you can get, I don't know, like 10 of them for like $30. They're not very much. They take AAA batteries. You put a little lighting, you add some visual interest to that plant. Oh my God, that little simple thing, which under a hundred bucks, you can really change the impression that you're giving. It looks professional, it looks nice, it looks clean. And then you can you can add additional lights where you can, you know, you can really do a lot of little things that will make all the difference in the world. But what you do a lot of the time is on the fly, you're walking on the boardwalk and you have this time, you're like, I'm, I'm gonna jump on live, you grab the phone. The amazing thing about the live is people are putting pressures on themselves. And like you said, making excuses. I can't, I'm not good enough. Oh, it's not a polished surrounding. Part of the attractiveness of what you do is it's raw, it's unedited, and it's real, and you're authentic with it. And I think that's part of the magic that you kind of keyed into. I'm just me talking to you as I'm on this journey of life. Yeah, and, and that's really what I'm I'll be on the boardwalk, and I'm just... You know, when I first started, I really just thought of talking to one person. And so oftentimes I would just think of like my best friend yeah. as if talking to my best friend, Tammy, and saying, hey, but instead of addressing her individually, I am just addressing to all of you with her in mind. After a while, then you kind of forget about that. And then you're just you're really speaking to an audience of one. Yes. If, if I can really emphasize anything to just just one of you that's watching this right now the truth of the matter is somebody is watching which is an individual is watching you and me here right now yes. that's an audience of one where we get all mixed up is when we're thinking that it's going to be thousands or millions or whatnot it really doesn't matter because they're all one person looking into the camera and they're trying to connect to you so if you just focus on just the one and just take the pressure off yourself knowing that you will make mistakes you will flub. People will bump into you. Yes. If you can just laugh at and with yourself, like, look, it's like, boom. It's like, well, I didn't expect that to happen. It's like, oh, somebody knocked me over or, you know, some kid threw a, um, you know, a beach ball, whatever. It doesn't matter. Anything unexpected, laugh and just go, oh, my gosh. Well, you know, okay, well, I didn't expect that. But you know what? Look, obviously, perfection's not required because here I am doing this. 
And I don't expect anybody to be perfect, and I hope you don't expect me to be perfect. If you do, just go click the X because perfect. this is not the perfection podcast. No, um, I am full of flaws. If you're looking for flaws, first thing, I'm only five foot one. Some people will say, wait a minute, she an oompa loompa, a midget, a dwarf, no, really big heads and stumpy arms. Maybe I'm a dwarf. I always say it's possible. But that, I digress. The bottom line is, this is not perfection. Yes, not how to be perfect. This is, I'm just sharing something with you that is significant to me. And I find things in day life that I can tie into what it is that I do as a occupation specialist, which is my passion and the reason why I was born and placed here. Well, a couple of different things. First of all, I'm really glad about the audience was one. I've coached that, I coached that. People still come back and say, you make it sound so simple. I'm like, you know, it really is. Yes, we talk about mass media. Yes, you and I have both done mass media. But even in mass media, middle of the night, working the radio channel by myself, me and the janitor alone, no one else in the building, I'm talking to one person. I used to put a picture up to show people, to show myself, I'm talking to my family, I'm talking to this. There's ways to make it sound very personal and specific. And when you do that, they will eat out of the palm of your hand. They will feel like you're really in tune with them. You do a great job because you even pull an email. Someone sends you an email and you will mention, I got an email today. Let me just talk about it. I'm going to share it to you. And you literally bring them into your universe by having that focus of one and one and one and one. It's really powerful. Yeah. And so, you know, I could, and in the past I have, so I just want to show that there is a contrast. You know, I, this is, you know, we see people who make things seem effortless and they are at this point, they're very effortless. There was a time where I would have let the technical stuff hang me up in such a manner where it's like over analysis is paralysis. And because I can't figure out all this technical stuff, I never get started. I never move forward. It's better to have, you know, um, imperfect execution than perfect non-execution because there's no such thing as perfect execution. And so there's probably a better way to do a screen share and all that. I go, you know what? There's nothing wrong with you taking your phone and just turning it around or using the other camera and just showing because yeah. you're doing Facebook Live, right? Right. And so I think part of the beauty of live streaming, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, et cetera, through raw and organic, where it's not this Hollywood production where it's like so plastic, so contrived, so scripted, people reading off of tele. And you can tell when, I can tell when people are reading off of yeah. All news people read off of teleprompters. You, yes. know, you know that. Look, so the bottom line is it's like, that's what, that's not what people want. People want, like right now, we are, we were not scripted for today. This is extemporaneous. This is yes. just on top. Like, whatever you throw at me will come my way. If I don't know something and it's like, well, I never thought of that before. Let me think about it now. Um, if I can't answer it, I can't answer it. But it's like, it's really not a big deal. We're all humans. It's like, it's like to the degree that I can give grace to myself, then others can give grace to me. So I know that because I'm gracious with myself and I like to give grace with others, then even in these, these lives, if I flub up something mispronounce i will point out like some people will say oh just ignore it and you don't want to call attention to it i'll mispronounce something i'm like I'm like oh I'm like oh my gosh i just said obviously i didn't pronounce that then i <laughs> pronounce it properly mm -hmm. and I'm like, what to say was this you see perfection is not required to do this 
moving on and then I'll move on. I'll laugh at myself because laughter, it's like we all need more laughter. And if I can have them laugh at me, then they relax. They're having a good time. They may have not laughed all day long. They're like, she's being such a goofball. She's done it. What does Mike's heroes? Well, there, there's a freedom with this. The, 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 there's a lot of freedom. And yes, for some people, there is Hollywood. They want the shot right, the story right. But for most of us, we're looking for the authentic. And the freedom is just be real. Now, you have done video events that 10,000 attendees, that's mind staggering virtually, 50 participants. Can you run us through how, how you plan that, laid that out? Because there is the other side of the live side where there is for your brand authority, for your brand reach, those lives that you do help, but there's another side of live as well. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about that. So I did, I did invest um, a pretty large, I mean, you could have, I could have bought a car, but instead I invest training with um, my mentor, Joel Bauer. And I spent almost 15 days with him where we had producers, directors, pitch builders, and keynote speakers from all over the world. We congregated, you know, in Los Angeles and we had this really advanced media training. Okay. So um, obviously I walked away with a few gold nuggets from that experience yeah. and moving forward with that, you know, you're leveraging yourself just as you and I are leveraging each other with our sphere of influences. You're, you know, you've got me as a guest. I'm going to have you as a guest on my, my podcast and my YouTube lives and so forth. Um, so that a lot of that was going on. And so as a direct result of that, for example, one of the things that I learned during that particular training, and that was back in 2011, it's a long time ago. Time goes by about it yeah it was a long time ago but um one of the things that i learned is that uh you know your our perception um like you can put two people like so close together around a tiny little table um and just put a blank like it could be a black curtain a blue curtain doesn't color the curtain but you just put a black let's say black curtain just to keep it kind of simple yeah and they could be so close together where in person it might look like it's like oh my gosh what are they trying to do make love <laughs> you know they're, they're gonna, you know, there's a guy and a girl, so is a baby gonna come out of this? Because they're, they're right, they're right. So, but on camera, it doesn't look that way. No, it does not. So, what, the closer you can get shoulder to shoulder, face to face with people, whether it's camera, video, pictures, it's very appealing, very intriguing, it's very attractive. Mm -hmm. it, you're, you're not doing the separation thing, you lose people with separation. You you draw and magnetize people, not just the person that you're with in person, but also your viewers. And so there's obviously safety with each other if you're bringing somebody that close, but they don't perceive you to be that close. So I could like be literally like almost oh. like pressing, hugging you and yeah. we swing alive like this. And it won't look like I'm like really pressing and hugging you, but we're close enough where we're both in the shot and it works. And so you obviously, when you first do this, you might want to do this with friends and family and business associates that you know that you're familiar with before you do it with a stranger. But like, for example, I saw if, if you and I were in person, I would have no problem saying, hey, Rich, want to do a Facebook Live? And I would grab, put my yeah. arm your waist and we'd be really close together. I mean, yeah. you're way taller than me, even though, even although if I could, I would find a step like, you know, your sidewalk. Yeah. I would stand on the sidewalk because now I'm 
my face is now closer to yours. Little things that you work with what you've got when you're out and about. And now it's like, now we're doing this Facebook Live. We're really close together. Mm -hmm. People are probably thinking I'm boyfriend and girlfriend. What do I care what they think? We're having fun doing this Facebook Live, this Instagram Live. There's something amazing that just happened that I want to share with you guys. And so when you share, there's nothing like the energy of in the moment when you just got the incredible news. You just got that email, that voice message, that text. You're like, oh, oh my gosh, I got to share this with my people. That well, energy, you can't recreate that later. No, no. And there is something, I mean, you just described so much of what Hollywood does. And for, for those of us who have been on interview shows and stuff, the chairs are very tight. And They're very for, 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 for those that have not been on it, first thing they do is push the chair back. They feel like I'm intruding on your space. And the producers will come over and push it back. And they'll tell you, you got to be here. Yeah. And the energy that you get, the intimacy that you create, that vibe that's there bleeds through the camera. People will pick up on the fun, the energy, the little tap of the shoulder. They'll go, well, they're having a blast. Like you said, it builds on that, but we are trained to be separate. We're trained to give your body space. And, but this is different. We are trying to do an emotional, mental, physical connection through the camera lens. Yeah. And what's happening is like, okay, you know, I'm a, I'm a neuro nerd. So I will confess total geek out on science, technology and all that kind of good stuff. So part of what is happening, if you want to look at really behind the scenes and what's happening inside your body and the other person's body as you're doing this is both of your autonomic nervous systems are in training to each other because of your close proximity. People that are watching you online, they are ultimately in training their autonomic nervous systems and they're being entranced by this energy because you have this multiplication of energy. Says you and I have this multiplication of this energy because I can feel that you and I, our vibe is like right here. Like, yeah. You're pushing me up. I'm pushing you up. We're both, we're both doing this. And so our viewers are going, oh my gosh, you can tell that they're having a great time because we really are having a great time. The ones who are... Who are, who are like, oh, you know, that are turned off by Don't worry about them. They're not vibing with you. They're, they don't resonate with your message. That's not who you're focusing on. You're focusing on with the people who are like, yes, we like Rich Bond Trigger, the Trigger Man. We love Lillian. What are they up to? Who are these? What are they talking about now? What's, you know that they've got something up their sleeve. There's some sort of surprise, something interesting. At least one thing will come out that will make it worth my while to watch this. And so people tune in, tap in, turn on to it. And that energy, we're in training people and we're attracting other people at that same vibrational frequency. There's somewhere in that Hawkins, you know, Dr. Hawkins has a Hawkins scale. Literally, they may not be on this broadcast right now. And they're like, you know what? They'll have this impetus because they're in that vibrational frequency. They'll check on Facebook Live. They're like, oh, Rich is live. Oh, Lillian's live. And then they'll find you. And then, of course, there are those who then forward it to others. There are others that will watch it later. It doesn't matter. Luckily, the stuff is evergreen. The point, yes. that vibrational energy, that frequency is palpable. And so that you are leveraging that mindfully, having a great time, which means they're going to have a great time. Because if you're having a great time, they're going to have a great time. Well, Morning talk shows, there's always that chemistry between the people. A lot of the sports anchors have that chemistry. It, it's replicated right here now through lives and doing this. You can do this with your, your teams, your CEOs. You can do this in a way that amplifies your brand, amplifies your company. 
again, the idea that this was going to be boring when we went virtual, people blew that out of the water. They thought, wow, I'm actually more connected to you now than I've ever been before. There's something to this. By the way, before I get and forget, this is how to rock the stage Wednesday night. And we are being powered by Autovita Studios. Thank you for being a part of this tonight, Autovita. They're going to take this show and they're going to repackage it to an audio format. And it'll go live tomorrow at 11 o'clock Eastern time, Thursday morning. Every Thursday, we drop a new show that streams live and we repackage it as a podcast. You want to connect with us and follow that. And also thank you for the National Speakers Association, the best speakers association in the world. They are proudly sponsoring this show tonight, as always, on How to Rock the Stage. Lillian Walker is with us tonight. We're talking about the power of live. She crushes it. You have to go check her out. You have to follow her. Um, when it comes to time and length. Now, I talked to a gentleman yesterday. He's in a unique business. He was live for six hours on Instagram. Now, I love lives. I've done six hours, but it's usually a football, basketball game, something like that. But he was live doing different things. What do you think is a sweet spot for live? Because there is that sense of surprise, I'm here. You do want to get a crowd, but you also don't want to linger and have it be the drop-off, the drop-off. So what do you think is that sweet spot for grab them? Okay, so I'm a little bit of a maverick. So I don't like to box myself into um, – having to do or be constricted by only one minute or only 15 minutes or whatever. So I really do feel that there's an audience and that there's a time and place for everything and everyone. So again, because I'm focusing on those people that I'm vibrationally and from a frequency, I'm attracting them. Um, you know, people who will watch my Facebook lives, you know, I might have a Facebook live. It'll only be three minutes. There are other, now, when I go live on Facebook, I don't really know how long I'm going to be on there. Sometimes I know I'm like, oh, I have 15 minutes before my next appointment. I, I know I can, you know, I have this impetus that I want to share something. So I know I need to be off before that next Zoom or that appointment. So I'll squeeze it in. Um, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't have something pressing like that. And then I can just, I'm more free to go on and on. But I don't keep, if I have the inspiration for something, Maybe I have literally, you know, 10 minutes before I'm about to jump on a Zoom or meet with someone. I'll be there, you know, a little early and I'm like, oh, I just something caught my eye and it inspired me that intuitive hit to share something. It's like, oh, I never thought of this this way. I got to share this with my tribe. So I don't think that there's any right answer because everybody's content is different. Mm -hmm. and your point of inspiration and what makes you tick, what floats your boat is going to be different. So sounds trite, but it's true. To thy own self be true. So if you're just true to yourself, um, I go, one of my mentors, he goes, every time he goes live, it's always hours. Always. It's never short and sweet. It's always hours. I love Dr. David Apisis. He is brilliant. He is the most esoteric, most he has more degrees than um, McDonald's sells hamburgers. He's incredible. <laughs> it's like, you know, I've, I've, you know, trained with him live, you know, throughout the United States, overseas, in Costa Rica. He just did a training in Australia. So now the thing that drew me to him was I found him on, I found him on YouTube. And his YouTube videos are two, three, four, five hours long, six hours long, however long it takes to get that material in. And so the thing is, not everybody can afford to watch those three, four, five hours in a row. 
what some of us who are passionate about is information do is that, okay, maybe I'll, I can only watch two hours now. I'll pause it and I'll come back to it later. I'm going to watch it later because there's too much gold in here. I can't just sweep this under the, the rug. I'm going to put this on pause. I'll go do what I need to do and then come back tonight, tomorrow, whenever. But this is valuable content. So don't expect your people to always watch. There are people who will watch it uninterrupted, but it doesn't matter. You are providing a value, something that is of great service, something that you are passionate about. And there are people that are actively seeking to get that. And so share it. So the idea of value in your content, your lives from the ones I've seen have some value. You're not just rambling aimlessly. And mm -hmm. we've all seen that when people just go, it goes on. You're like, okay, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but it's not good. But there's always a value nugget. You're, you're either praising somebody, you're sharing one of your new products, new services, a story of somebody you're adding value. How important do you think that is the gravitational pull of people to keep coming back to your lives and keep coming back to your lives? I think that as you continue, I'm a life learner. So I'm going to, you know, right up until I go into the grave, I'm going to be learning at the end. It's like, how do I let go? How do I go into this eternal dirt nap, you know, until eternity? So I'm always learning. So I think if you, my feeling is that if you are always bringing value in terms of what it is that you've learned, some things that you're like, okay, well, I'm so used to all this content because I deal with this day in and day out, but somebody new will come along and they're like, oh, I never heard of this. Like, this is incredible. I'm like, yes. you've trivialized it and made it insignificant. And they're like, I've never heard of a polarity test. I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been doing this for 30 years. You've never heard of it. Well, that's, that's a big point. That's a, that's a huge point. I talk about replay, repurpose, replay, repurpose. We think we do it once and the universe heard it. But your audience is always growing. People are changing. And we don't hear and listen well enough and grasp it. So you're hitting, you have to repeat. You ha And that's one of the hardest things for broadcasters, professional speakers. We get tired of hearing our own stuff, but you have to repeat it. You have to repeat it. You can't just, there's no such thing as just saying something once and then never having to say it again. People will not get bored if you are, I mean, people have plenty of reason to be bored, but I do try to, I'm always introducing new aspects, things that I'm realizing that it's like, okay, the average person doesn't know this about, you know, um, certain minerals, about the breath, about water. And uh, I mean, I could go on and on and on. So the bottom line is, it's like, you know, because you have a certain expertise in a certain area, you might tend to minimalize. See, I made a mistake there. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's why I love doing lives. It's like, ma, 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 na, ma, na. <laughs> I loved I had that song in my head earlier. Thank you very much. Now, now that worm is going to be with it all night long. Thank you. I know we all grew up listening to that song. Minimalize is what I was trying to say. <laughs> and it came out, ma, ma, na. Anywho, but we, we minimalize and we um, discount ourselves. And that's the job of our ego. Our mm -hmm. ego is there to keep us in our familiar past, to keep us from doing the unknown things that are new. Because if you do something new, the unknown is you don't know what the outcome will be because you haven't done it before. So you, you rationalize, which is rationing out a portion of lies to yourself, that you shouldn't do it. And the reality is it's like, listen, we all learn by repetition. They say that, you know, kids, oh my gosh, anybody who's had children, it's like, wow, you know, 
they watched that CD of the Little Mermaid until it broke, till it didn't work anymore. And you're like, aren't they bored watching the same thing over and over again? No, it's like little did you no. know that to memorize the entire script. Yeah. They're saying it word for word. They know what's gonna happen next, but they're joyous. They're like, they're like, oh, speaking Ariel's part. They're speaking all the different characters' parts, and they love it. So our brain is one of the ways it learns is through repetition. When you're exposed to something new the first time, uh, there's a Nobel Peace Prize uh, researcher, Kandel, who Eric Kandel, who um, discovered that when you are exposed to content, any kind of thing that you're learning and you're hearing it for the first time, you automatically have new neural pathways that are forged in the brain. And then if you expose yourself to that content again, the second day, then the neurological pathways of the brain go deeper and you actually get smarter. So as you, let's say if you conscientiously, there's a, whatever it is, A, point A, and you share about it five times to eight times in a row in different ways, people will understand it as you language it, as you use word pictures, as you use metaphors, as you use, as you use stories or mm -hmm. people who benefited in one way, shape or form over that one point, they start to uh, grasp, learn accept and receive that and so repetition is your friend it's not a bad thing it's not boring no so it, it is essential in fact it is. and again I, I was doing another show earlier this week and we got on the whole repurpose uh replay thing and they said i've never thought about it you're right tv repurposes and replays are episodes forever that's why we have syndicated shows and we still watch them we still watch them one of the things I love how you do, and I don't do this as well, especially when I'm on the phone. I can do it better when I'm in the studio and things like that, but you read the names off. You literally will say, hey, Bobby, I haven't seen you for a while. Great to see you. Oh, Bob, Sue. Oh, my gosh. Sue is here, everybody. And you pull them in. Now, I coach that. I teach that. But you do it so fluently. How important is that when you want to grow your brand through lives that you literally name your audience, your people, and you give a little snippet of them and you and stuff? How, how important is that for brand growth? So I think um, if you just keep it, kiss, keep it simple, silly, yeah. um, down to the simple thing is you're building relationships with people one-on-one. -on -one. It's again, you're catering to the audience of one. So, Rich, if I see that you're on my Facebook Live, I'm like, oh, my gosh, Rich from Medicine Podcasters here from Rocking the Stage Live. It's like, my gosh, so good to see you. Oh, my gosh, I haven't talked to you in forever. I will call you. And then I do after the broadcast. Yes. If I realize that I haven't talked to you, oh, my gosh, I haven't talked to you in three years, five years, ten years, whatever the number is, doesn't matter. I'm like, I want to reconnect with you. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, recently, I connected with a friend of mine that I grew up with. And she's She's at the time she's traveling in Salvador. Who knows where she is right now? But she was in Florida. I'm like, okay, we'll have to connect when you get back because of the time difference and all that kind of good stuff. But here I'm reconnecting with a childhood friend. Yes. Keep it to the one-on-one. -on -one. It's you creating relationships one at a time. And there's there's somebody that I just saw on my Facebook live that I did yesterday who I didn't realize this girl has been following me on Facebook for over 10 years. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I had no idea. I thought it had been just a couple years. No. She got on my radar a couple years ago, but apparently she's been watching the stuff that I do for the last 10 years. I'm like, oh, that's a long time. So the more you acknowledge 
because it is acknowledging every the basic human need that we all have is to be seen to be heard and to be acknowledged and that's what you're doing you may not be able to do it right at the very beginning of your facebook live but then as you're getting coming to a close and things slow down then you kind of scroll and look and you're like oh hi rich hi lisa hi your lynn etc etc and then you can make comments no one's rushing you unless you have to be somewhere you know right. time you know but it's again you're the one who's in control of that and so acknowledging people that you've seen them you appreciate you know they just youtube has 400 hours of youtube that are uploaded every minute yeah i don't even know what the numbers are for facebook but it's got to be right up there if not more so people have a choice so it's gift when anybody gives you any kind of attention. So the fact that you're acknowledging them, you're appreciating that they took time out of their busy day to plug into your Facebook lives, you'll see that you'll start to develop a group that every time you go live, there you can always, you're not counting on them being there, but you're always pleasantly surprised because you're not attached. I'm never attached to anyone. I go, I have Facebook lives where when I did the live, maybe it was three minutes, maybe it was 10, maybe it was 15, them at all hours. Sometimes no one's on there. That's totally fine. Right. So then do you repurpose those into one of your groups? Do you repurpose it back on one of your timelines? Do you reshare it again like a rerun? Here's what you missed earlier. It, you, 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 or, or, or yours one shots and you just keep rolling. I just keep rolling because I know that there, this universe is a universe of abundance. And if people didn't catch it on the live, they will watch it on the replay because I hear back from people, oh, I saw, I didn't see it live, but I caught it later. So it served its purpose. I trust that the universe will make that divine appointment between the content that I created and the person that's supposed to see it. So I'm not obsessive about repurposing and so forth. I have gobs and gobs of stuff that I probably could make a fortune if I repurposed it. <laughs> there, there, there's a big element that wraps around everything we're talking about with building your brand, with using these lives. And I'm curious on your take on this is, you are the brand. And I, I coach that. I teach that you are now the brand, mm. not your products, not your services. But when you do these lives, when you do the streaming content, you really become that brand face. And you particularly, you are putting your life into your brand. You really can't separate Lily and the, the, the author, the speaker, the woman, though you are all in. Some people would say it's too far. Some people would say that's really attractive and, compelling that's why i want to keep watching where's that line how, how do you help people figure out where that line because some people do say it's just too much so so that's a personal choice because there's no right or wrong answer yeah. um thank goodness uh you know god gave us all free will so it's you choose how much you want to show um some people may or may have not noticed i don't really brandish my kids i have three kids uh, and, and some people are comfortable putting their kids on there. Some kids, some people's kids like to be on there. Um, some kids absolutely positively don't want to be on there because of their personal privacy. And so like, I don't really brandish my kids on there. I've, got, I've had some things with my kids on there, but I don't do them all the time. Um, or very rarely, if at all. So, um, you know, if I'm dating someone, unless I've been in a very serious relationship, which my divorce hasn't really happened. <laughs> but when it happens at some point in time, I hope that that person is, you know, open enough to on occasion being on. Uh, the line is wherever you want it to be. There's mm -hmm. no. Yeah. 
just like, you know, the way you succeed is being really authentically yourself, but no one can follow like step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, and do it in the same order that I did my entire lifetime to get here and get the same results because you have unique experiences and valuable nuggets, all of which are building the platform that make you valuable, intriguing, like what you offer to me, you know, Jeffrey Hazlett of C-Suite, he's the one who introduced me to you. Yeah. Like, you know, you have a fascinating life. Everything that you do is like quite extraordinary. And so everything that you've experienced in your life has brought you to this point in time and place where the people that interact with you, like myself, we value and treasure you. And it's like, once we get to know you, we don't let go of you because it's like, we got to keep in, in, we got to keep, you know, lock arms with him because he's very cool. He's very engaging. He's, there's, there's a lot of extraordinary things about you and people will recognize that in you too. And so you have to be willing to share whatever aspect of yourself that you're comfortable with. And there was a long time that I was only comfortable being on camera if I was wearing a suit or a St. John or, you know, an Eva, you know, a designer brand. And now I'm comfortable enough where I could be, I can be in a t-shirt. Um, I'm, I'm not so caught up in myself where I have to have everything so perfect. Because yeah. um, it's like, that's not, you know, of course, I always want to make sure I have lipstick and blush because I don't want to look pale and things like that. Because I am a that's all, part, that's all part of the authentic nature of lives. There's so much that the freedom we talked about earlier, there's a freedom here of doing lives. And again, I'm going to go back to what you said a few moments ago. When you start, you won't have many people probably. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But just keep going and going. Because people will see you doing it. They will see you come back. They will see you come back. And then you'll have one, you'll have two, you have 10. It, it, it's part of the, the showing up part and saying, I'm doing this for a reason and I'm going to have fun doing it. I'm inviting you into it. That's where it takes off. Yeah, it's movement of energy. So out of sight, out of mind. If you do, let's say for the next 30 days, you do 30 days in a row and you're thinking, I did 30 days in a row of Facebook lives, of YouTube lives, what, pick whatever platform you want. Right. To and then um, and then like, okay, that's a lot of videos. It is a lot of videos. 30 of them, I'm going to stop. Guess what? Out of sight, out of mind. People will watch those 30 and then they're going to go, they were wanting more. Had you shown up, yes. they would have been watching. But because you disappeared, now they're like, oh, okay, they're just not into that anymore. Or or they forget about They literally will forget about it because yeah. that is fine. So part of the beauty of the live streaming, it's kind of like virtual reality TV where people get to see insight as to what it is that you're doing, where you're doing it, who you're doing it with, and how you're doing it. Yeah. And it's not a scripted thing anything is possible sometimes you get you get lucky and funny unexpected things happen that you can use other times you are it but usually you have some point of inspiration that is bringing you to the point where you're like okay you know i'm gonna or i'm gonna try something really weird this time and you know approach this story i'm gonna ask them this question let's see what they're gonna say you know yeah doesn't really matter. It, you, somehow it's a matter of time what it is that you do. And sometimes it doesn't have, it's like people will say, well, what did that have to do? Or I'll volunteer and I'll say, I go, probably you guys are wondering, what does, what does George Clooney and Brad Pitt, you've got this like big display, what do they have to do with stem cell activation or with anything else that you do? I'm like, absolutely not, nothing whatsoever. But they're fantastic eye vitamins. Wouldn't you agree? Like ladies? Okay. Back to what I had to talk, the reason why I'm on. Yeah. 
it had nothing to do with it, but it made me laugh. I appreciated the two good looking. The ladies all appreciated the, the good looking guys. And now we're back on topic again. They're like, okay, that's something unexpected. People like the unexpected, believe it or not. It adds interest. Well, and again, that's why I prefer live because I love live drama. I love live theater. I, I love being able to do this and not really know what's going to happen. That's why it's highly unscripted. I follow the story and we see what happens. Before I let you go here, I do want to mention that you do have this amazing podcast, TV show, radio show. Tell us a little bit about this, please. So the bottom line show live, there's over 120 or 30, maybe 140 shows there. I've interviewed a lot of Oprah's guests. You can find it on YouTube. On You can find it, some of them on YouTube, but you can find it on iTunes, Apple TV. Um, I've had everything from Don Miguel Reyes, the author of The Four Agreements, to um, Tracy Lee Hazard. I think you know Tracy Lee Hazard of Inc. Magazine. Yes. A mm -hmm. friend of ours. I've had so many incredible guests that have been on there. And um, so it's the secrets to success. Um, and it is just basically in the secrets to success, but it's not the rhetorical secrets to success because I peel back the curtain so that people not just share the pedantic, you know, ABCs of business success or whatever area that you're endeavoring to have success in, but also what their spiritual life is like. Because Ooh, love that. That is where the real juice, that is like where the power engine is. And for years, I would go to all these business success seminars and pay all this money to go that. And I always felt that people were holding back. And then I realized none of them are talking about whatever their religious. It's not so much about religion. It's more their spiritual, their heart, yes. with their creator. And so when I started that, I said, I go, this is not a PC show. So I don't care if you're Buddhist, if you're Jewish, if you're Muslim if you're christian if you're catholic if you're jesuit i really don't care what i want to know is where your heart was and at what point because bad things happen to good people we all have um challenges trials tribulations you know i almost it took like i almost lost my son when he was 11 years old which is what threw me into getting a i did a self-directed phd in pediatric neurology because it's not an option i and so when he almost died, that's a very harrowing experience when you're in pediatric intensive care unit for 11 and a half weeks. And he almost died in that first week. And so I had a way of handling that. And I was one with my creator. And I had to do things that not everybody does. You know, I was able to deconstruct it later. But I wanted to find out what that was like for these people. And so for like Jeffrey Hazlett, when I had him on. And so when you peel back the curtain and you share what your inner walk is like with your creator, whoever that might be, by whatever name we might identify that, then that is where the real juice is. It's the yeah. 5D. Dame Lillian Walker, it's great to have you here with us. And again, it's fun to get on shows with you and hang out and have great conversations <laughs> like that. What's the best way to get in touch with you? I've shared your social media, but what's the best way to really find you, locate you and connect? So the best way to reach me, you know, Facebook is a great place because it's facebook.com, Lillian I. Walker. Same handle for Instagram, Lillian I. Walker. Um, I have a hotline. If you want the hotline, I can give you the, the hotline if you're in the United States. If you're overseas, then, of course, Facebook, you can reach me on one of my Facebook posts. Yep. And then in order for us to connect, you'll have to make a comment and then we'll have to connect on uh, the DM. But our stem cell hotline, which you can text or call, is 949-478-2221.
And on YouTube, if you just go to DameLillianWalker.com, that will take you directly to Love and Money Secrets TV, which I've been on there for quite some time. So you'll see all of the pretty good content I have on there as well. It's a great channel. Dame Lillian Walker, great to see you. Great to have you here tonight. Thanks for taking the time to be on How the Rock the Stage. It's been marvelous. Thank you, Rich. It's been fun and a joy. And I can't wait to have you also on my channel. Oh, yeah. No, that's going to be a blast. I can't wait to flip this thing around. See what questions she's going to ask me. Yes, bring it on. So, hey, that's going to do it for How to Rock the Stage here tonight. We do want to thank our sponsors again. Thank you to the National Speakers Association, the NSA. That's where speakers grow and expand, learn amazing skills. If you're a speaker, you want to become a speaker, check out the NSA, the National Speakers Association. Thanks to all the video studios. They are making it possible to continue to grow what we do here at Rock the Stage. They're going to take this show tonight. We are going to bring it into an audio podcast, and it goes live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Subscribe on Apple Tunes and many other platforms as well. The How the Rock Stage podcast. That's going to do it for this week on the Trigger Rich Bond Trigger. Thanks for taking the time to join it. We'll be back next week again with another guest. We'll have another insightful conversation about media because we're here to help you shine on camera, shine on stage, elevate you and your brand authority. We'll see you next week, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, live. <laughs>